Welcome to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls. Um, I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about it or talking about it. So we figured, why not record us thinking and talking about it? So we're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. Hey, welcome. Um, we have a special guest today. Yep. <laughs> His he's name not, is Bruce. He's not going to be talking much, but if you hear a bark, that that's is Bruce. That's what's happening. That's Bruce. Just a warning in case you're like, where'd that come from? Um, so this week, and that's Bruce. Um, so this week we're going to be doing chapters 37 to 40. And we're calling this the second task. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Before we dive in, mm-hmm. Sarah, overall feelings for this week? Um, so I will say that I did enjoy the first task more, I think. <laughs> um, just because it seemed more adventurous and yeah. more intense. Um, but I really enjoyed the second task and the relationships that seem to be like happening Mm -hmm. um i feel like there's a lot more going on than we initially thought under the mountain exactly so i'm like interested in like the court politics and everything Mm -hmm. that's happening so like that i want to know more about yeah i put a lot of like little like question marks of like what does this mean what about this so i'm excited yep okay let's dive in do 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 where is my summary okay chapter 37 Mm -hmm. um i put this is a yikes sticker for chapter 37 so i said ferris injuries are getting worse with no other options she makes another bargain to save her life to fight for tamlin another day Mm. bum 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 um okay so where when we left Feyre, she just finished the first task right and had the crap beaten out of her yes um so she's in her cell Mm mm-hmm and she had gotten that bone shard stuck in her arm. Which is disgusting. It, totally disgusting. And we talked about it last week, how we're like, oh, she's covered in mud. Like, is there going to be an infection? She's covered in worm poop. Worm poop. Got a bone <laughs> shard in her. Her cut, like her arm is bleeding. And next chapter starts and her wound won't stop bleeding, Which actually. Which is so never it's been, a good sign. No, it's been days and it <laughs> won't stop or clot. And I'm just like, um... I know very little about the nursing field and medical field, <laughs> but I know of basics that yep. that is not good. Like, yeah. you probably have lost way too much blood. You are probably dying. Like, that is just plain and simple. You're probably dying I if you've know. lost that much blood at that point. And the way she's, like, describing herself, the fact that she can't eat, she can barely stay awake. Yeah. Her breathing was, like, swallowing broken glass. Ugh. I'd say She's she, just wasting away down there. Yeah, I was going to say, she's close to death. I mean, I don't know if it's, like two three days away or like six seven hours away kind of right i'm not a medical expert by any means but no but i think she even says that at one point she's like i could last minutes or days i have no idea right but she's in a tough spot right and lucian's nowhere in sight to come and help her again which is she can't even pull the bone shard out like it's it's literally so painful that she can't even pull it out so you know that that makes it even worse yeah so it's just staying infected, if anything. I know, poor girl. But then we have an appearance, and what an entrance. Um, right. It says, the door 
actually did move then. No, not the door, but rather the darkness around it, which seemed to ripple. Like, that just has such an interesting picture. It's like right. the door's not opening, but it's like this darkness rippling around it. And you're like, what is it? Right. Come to find out, it's Reese. <sighs> and sand. Reese sand. And we know when he entered or when he was at the spring court, we know he like stepped through a ripple. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, so like, I'm wondering, is this similar kind of feel? Granted, Probably. he's coming in versus like leaving. So I don't know if it's the same exactly. But but yeah, he shows up, which definitely surprised me. I was definitely expecting Lucian. I know. It's like he was kind of one of the last people you would expect right. to come down here. Um, and he's kind of, I don't know if like, the word that came to my head was like making fun, but like he's more just like toying with her of like, yeah, it, this what a sorry state for Tamlin's champion. Right. And it's like, we know, she knows, <laughs> we obviously we know, but no, she knows she's in like probably the worst state ever. Right. It's like, was that necessary? Right. And she, I mean, just to reiterate how terribly she must be doing, she tries to snap at Reese and it's more, it's barely more than a whisper. She tries to move her legs so she can kick or scramble away, but she literally can't even lift her legs because they're so heavy, like lead. So I was Ugh. like, this poor, poor girl must be just really not doing well. Right. And he keeps bringing up Tamlin, the what a sorry state for Tamlin's champion. What would Tamlin say if he knew his beloved was rotting away down here? Mm-hmm. I'm like, Reese, why are you so obsessed with Tamlin? Right. <laughs> I mean, I, we know they have beef. Yes, like, we know they have beef. But, but we don't know exactly all of that. Yeah. Um, but we do, interestingly enough, find out that um, Reese is the one that bet on her in the first mm-hmm. task that she would win. Because he says that she made him a lot of money. So I was like, really? Of all the people, you were not on my list of guesses as no, to who bet on Farah. Not at all. And I'm wondering, like, Why? Yeah, he's such an interesting character because it's like because he bet on Feyre, he pretended to not recognize Feyre or mm-hmm. know that Claire was not Feyre. It's right. like, what game are you playing down here? Right. It sounds and like he's got his own agenda entirely. Totally does, and I'm I love politics. <laughs> Do you? Well, I like fairy tale politics. Fair enough. Real <laughs> politics, way too ridiculous, but. In, like, yeah. books and movies, it's, like, so interesting. Because yeah. you're, like, what are their intentions? Who are they going to wind up with? What's mm. what's the underlying reasons? I love it. It's yeah. way more interesting. So I want to know more. Yeah. And then he also mentions that he came here to offer her help. Right. Which is, like, aren't you with Amarantha? Right. <laughs> why do you want her to – why have you done all of these things up till now? But also, why are you trying to heal her right now? Right. Do you just feel like that's sorry for her? can't imagine him feeling that sorry for a human no that's true i don't imagine fairies like feel that way towards humans so but her trade or his trade is that he'll heal her arm in exchange for keeping her for two weeks a month after the trials are over which is a interesting offer because right first off that is assuming that she will survive the task very true so I feel like he wouldn't make that bargain unless he yeah. believed she would survive the task. He has some confidence that she's going to beat Amarantha. Right. Which is very shocking because she's, she's rotting away in a cell right now. And she's rotting away in a cell right now. Exactly. So I am very surprised yeah. by that. It's like, it's one of those things though where I wonder if it's, um, 
you know how there's like certain people who will switch sides based off of who they think has the better chance of winning like someone who's very much like back right. and forth back mm-hmm. and forth it's like is that resand like does he just for some reason think Feyre has better odds and so he's just like trying to ditch Amarantha and just go with the route that he think will win in the end maybe, like is that his motive maybe or maybe he has some other kind of deal on the side where if pharaoh wins everything he is released or oh. you know what i mean like he might have some ulterior motive as to like a different deal and so he's trying to help pharaoh so it helps him yeah possibly i don't know that's a good idea um and also that's kind of i don't know if that's I don't want to say a fair trade. I mean, granted, she's dying. So she I is. feel like any kind of healing is a fair trade at that point. Mm-hmm. But I was like, two weeks a month. That's kind of... That's a lot of time. That's, a lo- that's half the month. That's a long time. So 50% of your time would be spent in the night court. Forever, yeah. 50% until you die would be spent at the night court with Reese instead of it makes it the spring court with Tamlin. impossible to have a life at the spring court, I feel right. like. If you're gone that long. Yeah. I don't know. But um, it seems, though, like he really wants this deal to happen. Yeah. Because, like, when she's kind of, like, blowing him off, he's, like, he, it says he says the, he grabbed, like, the shard of bone in my arm and was twisting. Like, he's trying to be, like, you are dying and you are in pain. Mm-hmm. Take my deal. Right. And it's, like, he's very obsessed with getting her to take this deal, it feels like. Right. Um, and- oh. And we find out why Lucian couldn't come help. Right. Yeah, I was going to say, Farah initially declines, but then Reese is pointing out basically the obvious, like, oh, well, you could take this deal, or you could wait for somebody to hopefully come, which would be Lucian, obviously. But we learn that Lucian has basically been keeping a low profile because he was punished by Tamlin on behalf of Amarantha because he helped Farah during the first task, which, like, makes me feel so bad. But, uh, like, I'm super happy Lucian did. Obviously, he saved her life. And it's super bold of him to have done that, but it yeah. sucks that he's now punished for it and that Tamlin was the one that had to do it, which was, like, what, 20 lashes or something? Yeah, I think Ugh. so. Which you know, like, Tamlin was obviously hating every second of that. Right. Ugh. So it's, like, poor Lucian, mm-hmm. but then it Farah's in that tough spot of, will Lucian come? Can he come? Right, yeah. What other options do I have? Mm-hmm. Um, and she said something that... <clears throat> She said something that I literally just put, like, a frowny face next to. She said, I was dying. I'd known it for some time now, and Lucian had underestimated my abilities in the past, had never quite grasped my limitations as a human. And then it goes on to say, um, he'd even admitted to hesitating that day when I had screamed for help, and he might not even know how bad off I was, might not understand the gravity of an infection like this. He might come a day, an hour, a minute too late. It's like, oh. But, I mean, it's true. It's, yeah. Like, I, she has reason to doubt. Yeah. But then again, she also doesn't because he did come down there. He fixed her nose and, you know, helped her when he could. Mm-hmm. And he's clearly looking out for her. But, like Rizan just told her, you know, he's been punished. So we don't really know if he's going to be able to sneak away if he's trying to keep a low profile. I know. So... It's kind of hard. It, I mean, it puts Farah in a bad spot, but also it's one of those things. She knows she's dying. She's been bleeding for several days. At what point do you just make the decision to take the bad offer, even though yeah. it's, I mean, it's your only offer yeah. because you don't really know. Well, she does 
negotiate it though which i'm proud that she did that Mm -hmm. i'm surprised that resan let her (laughs) because it's like you hold all the cards right now but Mm -hmm. um but so she kind of negotiates it down to a week right and then agrees to the deal i know and i think what really kind of sold her on the deal it wasn't so so much even the fact that she would save herself it's the fact that by saving herself she can mm-hmm. save tamlin yeah because if she's dead then you know who can save tamlin he's stuck in amaranthus court forever yeah so which like she's just so selfless i know she says for tamlin i would sell my soul i would give up everything i had for him to be free i was like that's that's very sweet but also i don't like that <laughs> i know but it's... i'm like oh you don't sell your soul but like she's in love and it's like and it's like i mean you and i were both married it's like we both think about that if if we were ever to be in that same situation where we could free our husbands from i mean forever of servitude we would do whatever it took we would totally make a deal with the devil to get them free and granted yeah she does bargain down for a week which i love that even in her like super weak state she still has the nerve to go ahead and bargain down to a I week know. she's a fighter i know i love that um so when the the deal is struck mm-hmm. we learn about a night court tradition yeah which is super interesting where bargains are permanently marked upon the flesh with these swirling black tattoos mm-hmm. and hers is up her arm her left forearm and hand covers the entirety of it and there's an eye in the center of her palm, which is kind of creepy. Yep. <laughs> Whenever I see, like, I, I don't know why, but I see an eye and I think Freemason. That just, like, pops <laughs> into my head every time when I see, like, random eyes everywhere. I think the evil eye. Yeah. That That's what I think of. But either way, I wouldn't want an eyeball tattooed on my <laughs> palm. It's just, a, it's an odd thing. And she's like, why didn't you tell me? And he's like, you didn't ask. Which right. cracks me up because she should know at this point like the fairies don't ever give anything away for free they really don't unless you're specifically asking and even if you specifically ask they could still lie so yeah it's kind of shame on her for not thinking but who would think that you're just magically going to be covered in tattoos all over your arm yeah that was a surprise for Mm -hmm. sure and the one thing is like she realizes that you know Rhysand did all this to hurt Tamlin not to save her um, and she was dumb enough to fall for it mm-hmm. um, because he's talking about how, you know, who, what's, uh, what's that High Lord of the Spring Court going to think when he sees these markings? And you're like, right. oh, my gosh. And she's like, how dumb am I that I was just tricked into doing this? But also, it's like you were dying. Yeah. So you really. Yeah, you gave yourself a break. I know, you don't really have much choice. Also, if Tamlin is that pissed about you doing what it takes to right. survive, he can shut up yeah he needs to suck it up yeah (laughs) i'm like you gotta get over it dude it's like i know my husband would be super pissed if i sold myself for a week with the devil but like at the same time he he would do the exact same thing if he was in my boat so take it with a grain of salt exactly um and yeah i think that's it for 37 right yeah the fact that well she's gonna live (laughs) yeah (laughs) so Thank Positive. goodness. Yeah, we, we've got a good chunk of the book left, so I'm glad she's still alive at this point, because otherwise that would be weird. Um, okay, chapter 38. Mm-hmm. Um, summary. Okay, so I did put, um, this is my, like, emotional squeal. Okay. It's colored sticky, purple. 
Um, I put favorite, and I'll explain why as we go. Okay. But um, I put Pharaoh's forced to do impossible chores, but is lucky enough to find help along the way. Mm. Chapter thirty-eight. What did you think? The first initial thought: it super weirds me out that she thinks that the eye tattooed on her hand is watching her. <laughs> that's like one of the first I mean I don't blame her I would too I. but it, it creeps me out I don't want to think about it I watching me as I'm doing anything mm-hmm. on my hand so I don't like that initially yeah that's definitely creepy um, and just the tasks first of all they're very creative because <laughs> what I think of like trying to punish somebody I think of terrible things but to give somebody a task of cleaning the floor with dirty water mm-hmm. or having to pick little tiny grains out of a fireplace those are that's very creative (laughs) yeah so i don't want to say that's impressive but i was kind of impressed with the creativity of these terrible tasks it's like are you just that bored yeah i don't so (laughs) those were like two of the things that like i initially just noticed yeah oh my gosh that is funny um well you led right into the first task Mm -hmm. of they gave her dirty water to clean a dirty floor right and it's just getting worse by the minute. Mm-hmm. And then a, fi- a friend, a visitor, arrives. I know. And it's got the bright red hair. Mm-hmm. We think it might be Lucian. But then it's a lady. Right. It is the high lady of the... Oh, I guess she's not a high lady. No. She is the lady mm-hmm. of the Autumn Court. Right. Lucian's mother. Yes, which was very surprising. Um, yes. But she came... To, like, basically pay her debt, which is so incredible. Forgiving her your name in place of my son's life. My debt is paid. Mm. Yeah. It's so sweet. It is. Because, honestly, like, she's making it out like she had to do it. Mm -hmm. She had to do something. But she didn't. No, not at all. She could have just been grateful that, you know, Vera and Lucian had a good enough relationship that she would sacrifice her name for Lucian's life. Right. Like, with all of our interactions with fairies up to this point, Mm -hmm. honor is not a word I think of in association with them at all. So it's like, I thought it was a very honorable thing. I did, too. That she did. I also, I don't want to say it wasn't exactly a fair trade, but because I was like, wait a second, she spared your son's life and you're just giving her a bucket of clean water. But then right. I was, but then I thought about it. I was it, like, and could I you was just like, clean the floor? Yeah. First <laughs> off, could you just clean the floor? But second off, I was like, well, I mean, in giving her the clean water, she does save Pharaoh because otherwise yeah. Pharaoh would have been put on the spit and right. tortured. Oof. So I was like, okay, I guess technically Yikes. that's a fair trade. But at right. first I was like, wait a second, what? I was like, a bucket of clean water for your son's <laughs> life? That's not a fair trade. That's a good point. Also, I thought it was funny now that you mentioned spit. It was mm-hmm. like, I think Feyre didn't understand or know what a spit was. And I was like, how do you not know what a spit is, Feyre? I don't know. It was confusing I to don't me. Know. Um... But it, it is interesting. So after Lucian's mother leaves, Pharaoh realizes that she has hidden her left hand behind her back. Mm. Um, and I was just like, Which is where oh, the tattoo which is. Which is where the tattoo is. I was like, are you so embarrassed? Or is it so like ingrained in I'm sure she is embarrassed. But the fact that she did it subconsciously mm-hmm. and just like hit it, it's like it clearly is just this huge thing weighing on her yes. right now. Every part of her wants to pretend it didn't happen. Right. Which obviously means it'll be made a big deal later on. Oh, absolutely. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then the second impossible task, mm-hmm. which is picking spilled lentils out of ash. Mm-hmm. And the guards just kind of put her in a room, and she has no idea whose room, it, what, whose bedroom it is. Mm-hmm. And they said, like, the person who lives in that bedroom will come back, and if it's not done, they'll, like, skin her alive yeah, or something like that. Yeah, kill your skin like off kill or something. Kill your skin off. Like, it's like, oh, which that's my – not this specifically is my deepest nightmare but one of my deepest nightmares is like being given something i have to do and having no idea when it needs to get done and so i'm just like panic trying to do it oh yeah it's like i don't know if it has to be done right now or in the next minute or i could have three days i have no idea like the planner in me would lose i'd lose my (laughs) mind i would lose it understandably so Especially when your end result would be being skinned alive if you don't complete it in time. <laughs> right. So, so yeah, I could yeah, see that. That's that's quite motivating. Yep. Um, but one thing that she does notice about the room, which I thought was interesting, is it was as if the occupant never slept there. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, who doesn't sleep in their bedroom? Right. But there was like nothing personal about it. It was yep. literally just like sheets on a bed Very kind bare. of thing. So or maybe they just do a really nice job of making their bed every morning. I can appreciate that. <laughs> um, Come to find out, though. Oh, yes. This is Resan's room. Of course it is. Of course. Drama, drama, drama. Um, I love how he makes his appearance, though. Yeah. So it's like it's darkness entering the room, and then suddenly it settles on the bed, and he's like laying on the bed, like propped up. Mm-hmm. And he goes, As wonderful as it is to see you, Feyre, darling, do I want to know why you're digging through my fireplace? <laughs> it really is quite an entrance. It really and is. Quite a line. I do appreciate that. Um, so, so oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, you're good. I was going to say, so she tells him about the tasks that the guards are making him or are making her do mm-hmm. um and he's like really nice about it yeah um and they start asking or she starts asking him questions mm-hmm. and he starts answering which them. is very surprising yeah i'm like are, you are very much communicative today um so he mentions or she asks about why he lied to amarantha about claire mm-hmm. and he goes amarantha plays her games and i play mine mm-hmm. and i was like what are your games and also clearly he's not loyal to amarantha no. like i know they keep saying that he's her whore mm-hmm. but it sounds like there's no like connection on no. his end he's at all. definitely politicking he's got his yep. own game for sure mm-hmm um, and then he admits that being out on fire night cost him. Right. Which I was like, what does that mean? Like, what was the cost? Like, I'm so curious because he, I mean, he acts like he has all this power and yeah. he's very much walking around like super smug. So I'm like, he doesn't seem like mm-hmm. anything happened, but I'm sure if he says there was, there but was. But what was so important that it had a, that he did it anyway, even right. though it had a cost. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, what was so important? Because fire night was a spring court thing right so why was it important for you to be there it's a good question it's interesting he does admit though that he has lost some powers too this is only a fraction of his powers which is terrifying oh yeah <laughs> oh yes because he's definitely one of the scarier fae at this point mm-hmm. he talks about how tamlin has brute strength and shape-shifting but his arsenal is a far deadlier assortment and i was like yeah 
Yeah, yeah. it is. And also, in regards to the shape-shifting, I thought it was interesting. He said that um, all the High Lords can shape-shift. Oh, yeah. And so I was like, what does everybody else turn into? Like, That's a good question. Like, Because he said he prefers his wings and talents. So I was like, does he become a bird? Like, Because I was like, what else is wings and talents? Granted, then he transforms for her, or at into, least like, partially. A weird bat-like man creature. Thing. Yeah. Which I want to point out. <clears throat> something that is so gross to yep. me um he said he does like a partial shift yeah so he doesn't go into like full bat but he has like some things and he, he, it said clicking the black razor sharp talents that had replaced his fingers oh his fingers are replaced with talons that's gross that's gross super super gross and then, like, it said also something about his feet, too. Where yeah, is it? his feet were, like, they turned into talons, basically, Ugh. too. And then he has these big wings behind him. Like, like a that. bat's, like the Ators. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, <sighs> so he so he shifts only partially, though, and he advises that he doesn't like to yield wholly to his baser side, unlike Tamlin, <laughs> which I thought was, like, interesting and, like, yeah. a weird comment to make. Um, but she, so she says... Or she's thinking, she's like, that again, useless part of me stirred. Does, I know, once he transforms, I was like, does she find that attractive? The creepy talons, the weird wings? Like, yeah, she is goes, that the what way the candlelight shone through the wings, illuminating the veins, the way it bounced off his talons. Those talons are gross and creepy. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not about that. I was like, why is that turning you on, Farah, <laughs> of all the things? Well, and then he goes, no attempts at flattery. And she says, you have a high enough opinion of yourself already. I doubt the flattery of a little human matters much to you. <laughs> which is not denying that he apparently looks really good. Which I'm going to have to, like, wait and see with this TV show. Yes. Because. I do not think that looks good in my head right now. No. <laughs> this weird half man, half bat creature thing. Right. And then they're talking about Amarantha. Um, oh, but wait, there was oh, one other thing, though, yeah. that in the same vein of what you're talking about, right after she said that, it said, he let out a low laugh that slid along my bones, warming my blood. Oh. And I'm like, okay. Once again, Feyre, you are just responding to him, and we don't know how to feel about it. I know. But... It's like, I feel like her body's responding so positively and, like, wants this guy but she, uh, that's all i'm getting from yeah her. her body wants him but her head and her heart are like um no no thank you right because she just loves tamlin so much right and also reese is not like the best guy currently granted he no. saved her but like that's apparently that's all he's done right now yeah so. if we were to like weigh on a scale mm -hmm. the good things he's done and the bad things yeah would be greatly outweighed right now absolutely but I thought that was interesting. But what were you saying about when they started talking about Amarantha? Oh, um, Reese was basically just explaining how powerful she is and that mm. if she ordered them to all stop breathing, they basically all would. Which is scary. Right. Because I think Fair was asking, like, why do you guys listen to her? Or, like, why is everybody following what she's saying? And he's like, if she ordered us to stop breathing, we would. But, like, like how is that possible? It's a great question. Um, and then... Um, Reese again just being nice to her he completes the useless task for her yeah he says simply because she had the balls to ask which <laughs> I love it's a very Lucian comment right um but referring to when she asked if he knew the answer right to the riddle right it's funny um but then he goes one step further that's right. the thing is I'm just like what what is happening right here he keeps helping her because he makes the guards not 
give her any more tasks. They, they can't, can't touch her. Touch her. Can't do make her uncomfortable anymore. Mm-hmm. Any of those things. I'm just like, why are you doing this? Like that's the big. He has so many question marks around him right now. I know because very much morally gray like you have not done good things no like you let claire be tortured right you like are really mean to tamlin there was the head in the garden exactly it's like, what like you're not you have not been a good person to now but then we also have him like saving her on fire night and right. helping her with this task and make sure and heal her and you're mm-hmm. like what is happening with you i know he's just a big question mark really? and i want to know more yep totally Anything else for 38? No. All right. Chapter 39. Okay. So chapter 39 summary. This was a bit of a longer one. So I put, Feyre is dragged to party after party, scantily clad and painted by Resand, drunk and dancing the night away. We begin to see, though, that there may be more to Amarantha's whore. Mm-hmm. So, what was your kind of overall thoughts just, on this or initial thoughts? Something I thought right off the bat is she gets a she starts getting fresh hot meals because yes. Resan helped her, mm-hmm. and she said I gobbled it down but cursed Resan's name anyway. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like Farah, I don't know if that's fully necessary at this moment. At this point, yeah. And at granted, this point, yeah. Just be <laughs> just be grateful at this point. Granted, I'd probably be doing the same. It's like I sold myself to two weeks with this guy every week and or one week. Oh yeah, every one month. week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One week and now he's giving me hot meals and he's trying to be nice, but I'm pissed and I know, but I'm just like I know. Yeah, be grateful at this point. Like you're not starving, you're not in pain anymore, just be happy. I don't think she needs to be singing his praises. No. But I was just like, Ugh, Feyre, mm-hmm. let it go. At this point, just let it go. I know. And then more on the eye tattoo. I thought it was a really interesting comparison though. So she compares the eye tattoo to Jurian belonging to Amarantha. Ooh. I was like, I didn't think of that, but I was like, that is eerily similar. Yeah. I was like, does she, she kind of belongs to Rezan now. now. Even, even though it's only a week, a year, or a week, a month, whatever. I was like, that, I mean, yeah. Kind of. It's very similar. And I was like, did he like intentionally mm. put an eye, like, so she would be reminded of Jurian? That's a good question. I don't know. I thought that was a very interesting comparison. Yeah. And then she thinks she sees it blink, which again, this eye tattoo is like creeping me out so bad. Like who's on the other end of the eye? I, know. I mean, probably Resan because it's his tattoo. Probably. But or is she just like imagining things? Or is and she like imagining freaking it? out because there's an eye on her and she keeps like talking to it and watching it. Yeah. I'd probably go crazy and think that it's looking at me and blinking too. Oh my gosh! Note to self: never get an eye tattoo. No. <laughs> um, and then so two creatures appear. Right. Um, and they're, like, covered in darkness, like Resan, but they never, like, f- become fully, like, corporeal. Yeah. Um, and they, like, take her out of her cell. Like, it, literally, like, through. Right, the door. <laughs> like, the pharaoh, too. Like a is, ghost. I was like, um, okay. I know. I was like, well, that's nice that that power can transfer, because that kind of would have been funny if they just, like, kept going through the door, and then she's like, I'm stuck. <laughs> Uh, so they take her, they bathe her, they wash her, and then they paint her. Yes. Which is an interesting turn, right? The painter becomes painted. Yeah. It's very interesting. Very. She basically, she says, from the neck up, I was regal, but from the neck down, I was a heathen god's plaything. I was like, well, that's uh, very descriptive. I can very much picture right. what she is looking like. 
but she's i mean she's completely completely painted from the neck down mm-hmm. um only to learn that it's to make sure nobody touches her i.e right. tamlin Right. Um, cause then it will be clearly visible mm-hmm. Except because if, this was all resands. Of course. His grand Boy, scheme. I know. And I'm like, okay, now is when you can curse resand. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not after you eat that hot meal. Yeah. And he tells her, I don't like my belongings tampered with. Ooh. I was like, oh, I would be livid if somebody called yeah. me their belonging, especially Farah, the yeah. person who is so independent and doesn't want to rely on anybody to now be considered someone's belonging. Yeah. I bet she is like internally raging oh right now gosh. with that comment. I can only imagine. I put like a big like eek yes. <laughs> like thing next to it because I was like, Fair is not going to like that. Um, but something else that I want to point out that I thought was interesting is when he came up to her, he said, you look just as I hoped you would. Mm-hmm. And before I even read the next line, because it says it in, like, the next line, I was like, that sounds a lot like what Tamlin said. Right. And then it said, from the cobwebs of my memory, I recalled similar words Tamlin had once whispered in my ear. And I was like, okay, I'm glad I was on that same page. Right. Um, but also, it's an interesting parallel. Right, the fact that they're both... Uh, like, wh- what are they thinking? Like, why... <laughs> Why is this who they've been picturing? Well, th- his makes more sense. It's, right. You look just as I hoped you would. Right. And so it's like he hoped she would look like this heathen god's plaything, I guess. Which, I mean. It's not the worst, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> if you don't have any, like, what's the word I'm looking for? If you're not approved. Yeah. I'm sure you love it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a time and place for outfits like yeah. this. Very true. Very true. <laughs> But um, we find that he is dressing her up in this way to take her to parties. Yep. And he makes it very clear that he thinks Farah is going to beat Amarantha's task. Oh, yes. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as they go to that party, marches right up to the throne where oh, Tamlin's yeah. sitting, of course, to taunt Tamlin. Mm-hmm. Um, but he tells Amarantha, like, we made a bargain. One week with me at the night court every month in exchange for my healing after her first task for the rest of her life. And it says, he added casually, but his eyes were now upon Amarantha. And it says that she straightened a little bit and fixed on me, on Resand, for the rest of my life. He said it as if it were going to be for a long, long while. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I'm like, this man believes in her mm-hmm. for whatever shitty reason it is behind mm-hmm. the scenes, whatever is his motive, he believes in her. Right. Which is more than what Tamlin is doing. Right. So the feminist in me is really enjoying mm-hmm. the fact that this guy, even if he's doing it in a gross way, right, is showing the world that he thinks she's gonna win like he's right. not afraid to say something mm-hmm. whereas tamlin has not said a damn thing yet. right so that's my two cents when i hear that um and then Amber- amarantha kind of blows them off and just says like enjoy my party mm-hmm. and Feyre gets drunk on fairy wine which is not the same as the summer solstice right again do we listen to alice nope Nope. Granted, she didn't really want to drink it at first, and Resand is like, no, no, you drink. Yeah, but she still, because it says my traitorous fingers latched onto the goblet. So it's right. like, there was, there was a part of her that wanted to also. Right. And I'm sure she was probably maybe hoping it was similar to Summer Solstice, where yeah. she was just so excited and kind of forgot everything that was really going on and was just mm-hmm. happy. Um, so 
I could totally understand why she would want to drink the wine. Right. Because summer solstice was just. Oh, it was the high. It was her high. So She called it joyous freeing solstice wine. Oh. Yeah, but it is not the same. Absolutely Um, She literally just, it kind of just ends and we all of a sudden wake up in Farrah's cell not remembering anything. Um, and she's awoken by Lucian coming in. Right. Which I was and like, she's wait, like, what? <laughs> getting sick everywhere. And right. it's like, oh, you poor girl. I know. Been there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So Lucian kindly gives his cloak, which is sweet. Yes. Um, and he reveals basically that she was lap dancing for resand all night. Which is so embarrassing. Yeah. I, I would be mortified. Oh, Yes. And I don't know if it's worse that you can't remember it. Like, I don't know. I think it's better that you can't remember it. Probably. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Because then you're not at least going to judge yourself for all of the little actions. It's like, okay, yeah, I lap danced right. for him, but that was, I've You're more dance. plagued by overall embarrassment. You're not running through it in your mind over and over and over. Yeah. Critically analyzing, like, every single movement that you did. Right. Yeah. So I guess that's true. <sighs> Which is embarrassing. But also, I'm not, I... I don't want to take any of Lucian's shit in this because right. he's like giving her crap about doing what she needed to do mm-hmm. to survive and making the deal with Resand. And I'm like, right. well, Lucian, where were you? I know. Where were you? And he explains he couldn't move. He I was know. in a lot of pain, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, do you not know anyone else here who could have run down and I helped know. her? I know. I'm like, come on, is it bro. Literally, is it literally just you? Mm-hmm. There's got to be somebody in the spring court that's there that you could be like, hey, bro, like I need you to just go do Anybody. this real quick. Or how about you make a bargain with someone to right. go get there, someone down there to save her? I know. Or Tamlin, why don't you make a bargain? So Lucian giving her crap, I'm like, Lucian, you shut your mouth. I, I am not. Also, I didn't realize like how much it would mean to him that she gave her name like for his life like and uh, like i think about it and it's like yes like if somebody did that for me saved my life by giving their name and like sacrificing something for themselves yes it would make a huge impression but he's a fairy like i still because i i still have that impression that he thinks of her as this like silly little human still kind of even though he definitely likes her a lot more than he did when we initially started this book yeah i still think of him thinking of her that way and so when he was basically saying, like, I would have done anything to get down here, I was like, interesting. Like, it really, like, it truly meant that much to him. Yeah. Which is, like, sweet. Like, I don't know. No, I totally agree. Um, and then we learned that uh, Tamlin isn't actually under a spell. Come right. to find out. Um, he's, basically, he's just choosing to keep quiet so that Amarantha doesn't know what affects him the most, um, like, regarding how... Like, regarding hurting Farah and, like, what's going to affect Tamlin the most. Um, I want to be said, though, I have a sticky here. Mm-hmm. It says, I still don't care. <laughs> and I still don't care. <laughs> Granted, though, like, if, so, say, I don't know, say Tamlin was to react to something right. it, that she did to Farah, you know she's just going to keep doing that to Farah. Okay. So, like, Farah would be tortured over and over and over again in but a specific you know way. Be your stoic self when Feyre's being tortured. Right, yeah. When Feyre's just existing. Yeah, like you don't need to completely ignore her. or exactly. just You could acknowledge her. You can say words. I totally agree. Totally agree. Um, also, it's like everything mm-hmm. is going to hurt you. Right, yeah. There's no, like, there's no good way out of this. Exactly. So. Um, so, I, I hear it. I, I know. still don't care. I know. And so 
I don't know if Lucian specifically said this, but basically Farah is going to wind up being Amarantha's whore's harlot, which yes. I was like, well, that's what a title for you, lady. Like, <laughs> you're not just somebody's harlot. You're not just somebody's whore. You're a whore's harlot. Like, that's, <laughs> that's encouraging. Oh, my goodness. Um, just going with Reese every night to dance for him and get drunk on fairy wine. It's just like, you're just some whore's harlot. I feel like we should make swag that says... <laughs> A horse harlot. Something along. <laughs> I want that somehow on something. Like a what like a sticker with like really happy bubbly letters that yep. says a horse harlot. I don't know. We can brainstorm later. But I, I, like I like that. It. Yeah, but I just I don't know if she like directly says that, but that that was what it was. That's what yeah. she's considering herself. Wow. Which what a title. Really? Um, okay, the real quick mm-hmm. speaking of being a horse harlot. <laughs> Um, something that stuck out when he brought up the dancing, Mm -hmm. it said, like, she doesn't fully remember it, but Mm -hmm. she did say, from the murkiness of my memories of last night, I recalled the closeness of a certain pair of violet eyes, eyes that sparkled with mischief as they beheld me. Mm. I was like, we've got sparkling eyes. I know. Like, like, it's like, um, I just, the sparkling eyes was just killing me. I'm like, Feyre, please stop describing him. Like, unless you are going to go for this, please stop describing him in this way because I'm going to go for this. Shortly. I know. I love eyes that are sparkling with mischief. Obviously. And violet eyes? I was like, violet eyes color. sparkling with mischief. That's just me, though. I know. I mean, look at this cute emoji I drew next to that. That is cute. <laughs> that is a very cute emoji. <laughs> and, yeah. um, and then, so another thing about those violet eyes. Um, so Reese mentions that, you know, had Tamlin been more cruel, his court might not have fallen. Mm. Um, and then Farrah responded, your court fell too. Ooh. Sadness flickered in those violent, uh, violet eyes. I wouldn't have noticed it had I not dot, 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 felt it deep inside me. My uh. gaze drifted to the eye tattooed or the eye etched in my palm. What manner of tattoo exactly had he given me? So I was yeah. like, Ugh. well, yeah, she's very harsh with him but it's true it's like Tamlin's court fell but yeah your court fell too it wasn't just like yeah it's clearly like very critical right and then but it's interesting like clearly like some kind of wall came down for a second showing the sadness and then it like went right back up and right it was just calm and it's just well this tattoo again I've just so now she can like feel things through it it's blinking at her it's watching her yeah. this is just a very emotionally driven tattoo it's a very <laughs> odd thing I don't know a good way to put it um something i did notice was interesting um she said because they keep going to parties night right. after night mm-hmm. and she says i woke with vague shards of memories of dancing between Reesan's legs as he sat in a chair and laughed of his hands stained blue from the places they touched on my waist my arms but somehow never more than that mm-hmm. so once again we have him clearly playing with her a little bit no, but I just, I thought it was on the same way, like, how on fire night mm-hmm. he helped her but didn't press her. Right. Like, when it's clearly that was a night when everyone was going to be, as you put, getting jiggy with it. <laughs> um. So, it's like, he didn't do it then, and even now, he's not, like, crossing a line it looks like right. it's really like a show he's putting on yeah it, it, that is very interesting um one other thing he she said you saved my life and through your life wait no yeah she said you saved my life 
And then he said, and through your life, I saved Tamlin's. Why? She asked. He winked, smoothing his blue-black hair. And that, Farah, is the real question, isn't it? Yeah. I was like, what? That is the question. I was like, I don't. This guy's confusing me so much. So it's like he wants to torture Tamlin because that was why, you know, he made that deal with you so that he like rub it in Tamlin's face that he got you for a week every month. Yeah. But he saved your life so he could save Tamlin's life. Yeah. I was like, wait, I don't, I don't understand. I was like, you're doing this to torture Tamlin, but you're also doing this to save Tamlin. Yeah. I was like, this guy's like games and core politics are way above me right now. I'm seriously, I'm very much at a loss. I was like, I can't even unwind why. Feyre has no clue what the heck is going on. So why should we? I guess, I guess that is true. We're seeing this through the eyes of a 19 year old girl. Right. Exactly. I guess I will just go with it. (laughs) Oh man. So they go to another party, but it's not like any other. No, this one is very different. Mm hmm. Um, so they go up to the front because Amarantha calls for him. Right. And it's because she has work for Resand mm-hmm. to do. Um, there's a, there's the tall, handsome, high fey male standing at the crowd's edge. His hair near white, eyes of crushing crystal blue, his skin of the richest mahogany. It was the high lord of the summer court. And in this, like, open area is one of his subjects. Right. Who was accused of trying to escape through mm-hmm. that, like, sacred tunnel back to the spring court. Right. Um, and Amarantha asks Rhysand to investigate his mind. Right. Um, and Reese basically says that this guy was acting alone. He just wanted to escape south of the wall. He was basically just terrified and wanted to escape. Um, but Farah noticed that the High Lord of Summer Court, he just sagged with relief once Rhysan said this. So mm-hmm. she's, you know, she's questioning what choice Reese made about revealing this guy's thoughts. Like, what? Right. Because that's the thing is, like, if this is, if it's only Rhysan who can do it, like, who's to say he's saying what's actually true? Right. He could lie about anything. Like, exactly. similarly how he lied about Claire being Mm -hmm. her name and how he didn't know it was the same person. Yeah. So he's definitely got his own agenda and he's making that very clear to us as the reader by doing this. I also wonder if this is him low-key sabotaging Amarantha. Possibly. Or just, you know, maybe he doesn't like being her whore. Yeah. Maybe this wasn't a choice. Maybe this is like the punishment that he mentioned Mm -hmm. that he had to do for going out on fire night. So maybe this is his retaliation secret retaliation because nobody really knows if it's true well we do know that she took some of his powers right so i feel like no matter what Mm there is definitely some kind of animosity there Oh, for sure yeah nobody wants their power taken right um but clearly the way that this plays out it seems like the summer court there was something going on maybe another rebellion because they're one of the courts that initially rebelled. Right, which is why that that High Lord that I just read about right. is new. Right. So it's it's all like young people trying to play games over there. I know. So yeah. Um but so Amarantha basically tells Rhysand to shatter this fairy's mind. Mm-hmm. And then she said that the the High Lord of the Summer Court could have the body afterward. And I thought it was interesting that it said the High Lord of the Summer Court bowed as if he'd been given a gift. Yeah. And I was like, was is it that surprising that you'd get to like 
take your dead subject back home? I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Also, like, why is she doing that? Why right. is she being nice? Mm-hmm. And also, Resand, I mean, instead of just breaking his mind and having this, like, drooling person, he just he just kills him. Yeah. Which... It's like, did he show mercy there? He definitely did. I mean, you know he did. You don't want anybody yeah. to be a vegetable in their head. Right. That's just terrible. And clearly, we suspect he was lying right. for this guy. So mm-hmm. he'd probably want to make it quick. Right. Um, but Amarantha's mad that mm-hmm. he didn't shatter his mind. And mm-hmm. he kind of just plays it off. He says, apologies, my queen. And then just turns around and walks away. Yeah. And it's like, part of me is like... If he didn't want to do that, mm-hmm. I wonder if that weighs on you. You know? I don't know. But also, I think another thing, like, Amarantha must respect Resand enough mm. and his powers enough that she clearly doesn't really... I mean, I'm sure there might be repercussions that we don't see, but... She didn't press. She didn't press, and she just lets him do this in front of everyone. Yeah. So, I mean, I know everybody else respects him because of his mind powers and mind control and stuff like that, but she obviously does, too. Yeah. So... Mm. and maybe she's just trying to keep him happy yeah maybe maybe she likes it well no she likes Tamlin yeah like him (laughs) yeah um but I thought it was interesting it says um maybe keeping those secrets had only been done in aid of whatever games Rhysand liked to play maybe sparing that fairy male by killing him swiftly rather than shattering his mind and leaving him drooling leaving him a drooling husk had been another calculated move too Mm mm-hmm and I was like, hmm, or maybe he's not all that bad. I don't know. I like. I know. I go I back and know. forth. Complex characters are what I appreciate. Yeah. And he feels like a very complex character. For sure. Yep. So it's interesting. But then he goes back to drinking food and eat or <laughs> drinking <laughs> food. <laughs> I said drinking food. And I was going to say eating wine. Eating food and drinking wine mm-hmm. with her. Kind of as if nothing had happened. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yep. And so. That's, that's it for 39. That's it for 39. Okay. So we're about to do the last chapter. But I just, I really think chapters 37 through 39 play, painted like a really interesting picture. Like you said at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Of the politics happening down here. Right. Like clearly Amarantha does not have this thing on lockdown. No. Clearly Resand is has his own games. Right. Um, clearly, Tamlin and Lucian are also trying to work in the back. So it's like, I don't know, it gives me hope up to this point that, like, it's not over. No, there's definitely, there's a storm brewing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, anywho. Chapter 40. Chapter 40. Okay, and real quick, I'll explain this at the end. Yeah. But this isn't, I put an In My Feel sticker for this one. Okay. Um, even though I know this is the traumatic second task. But it's very it, feelsy. It gave me so many feels, but like all different kinds of feels. So yep. we can talk about the feels in a minute. But okay. I put, the second task arrives and Feyre can't beat it on her own. Yeah, that's, oof. I was like, of all the tasks, of all the things. Of all the things. It's a freaking reading task. I know. Well, it's, it's not a read. It's a riddle. It's a riddle, but it's, <laughs> it involves her reading. I know. Granted, I don't know if she would have been able to figure it out if it was read to her. It, we'll never know. I mean, she she hasn't figured out the riddle yet, and she's been there for like two months. Yeah, but that riddle was so long. I know. I know. But we don't know how long this inscription was, this riddle was, that That's she was true. doing. So, um. I don't know. I did. I don't have much faith in her riddling ability, but that's fair. Um, but Farah finds herself 
and Lucian on opposite sides of a huge pit separated by like a massive gate and Lucian is chained to the floor again so Lucian is the one that's being sacrificed poor Lucian I know the poor guy like <laughs> I mean but I, I feel like this is probably also part of his punishment from the first task like yes he had well, those 20 lashes punishing Tamlin too yeah it's punishing Tamlin it's punishing Farah. it's punishing Lucian it's punishing all of them mm-hmm. um so like I She's get so it clever but I also like poor Lucian poor guy he's chained to the floor yeah which also, I think it's funny that we have no idea what the riddle is. And it, it makes sense because Feyre can't read the riddle and this book is from her point of view. Oh, right. But part of me is like, what's the riddle for this? I know. It's like, could I have figured it out? I know. <laughs> well, it felt it felt like a math kind of riddle. So Maybe. I, was, I just was curious. I know. Because um, I love riddles and I love math-based riddles. So Yeah. Um, but something that broke my heart is Amaranth that goes, something's wrong. Or something wrong. And then Feyre says, um, she hadn't mentioned reading as an issue. She would have mocked me more if she'd known about my illiteracy. Fate. A cruel, vicious twist of fate. Yeah. That's, and, that's literally what it is. Oh, it's it's just like, she, she didn't know. No. It's just. Of all the things. Like, that's things. what she picked. Of all um, the things. I do, though, like Feyre's analysis of the numbers. Like, how she determined what she was going to pick. So it was like. <laughs> Two is just right. It's like her and Tamlin. One is like Amarantha or the Ator, solitary creatures. And three was just too many. Like three sisters all crammed into a bed. Yeah. And I was like, well, that, I was like, but I'd probably do something just as ridiculously similar. When you have no idea. Right. You're like, what like, can I associate these numbers with? Like, yeah. Just, yeah. You're like, I like this number. Let's go with that number. Yeah. Two is perfect. Right. But I think it's, in- well, we know what happens, but. Right. When she goes to pull two, she has a t- intense pain mm-hmm. out of, like, the eye in her hand. Right. Again, what is with this stupid eye tattoo? Everything. It literally does everything. I'm like, can they communicate now, like, through the eye? Like, Which, like, they can. I know. We find out at the end of this chapter. Ugh. Like, oh. It's crazy. But so, basically. Reese, like, does the challenge for her. her. Yeah. I just... So he uses the pain in her arm to direct her to the correct lever. Right. Which I also think it's funny that, like, she's taking so long to do this. I like, know. I'm just like, just do it already. I know. And Lucian's like, Farah, please just pick any of just them. Pull. Like, just go. <laughs> um, yeah. I just, I don't know. And But, like, this is clearly showing that Rhysand wants her to finish these challenges. Like, I he know. definitely has an ulterior motive. Like, he needs her to finish these yeah. for something. Like, there's a, there's a reason why. Right. Like, if he's, like, basically cheating and solving this for her. Also, like, he there's would a reason. be in such deep shit. Oh, my gosh, yeah. But it's, like, again, nobody would know. Because she looks up at him, and he's just the cool, calm, collect face that he always is. And how, it's like, how are you like that, though? Like, I don't know. How can you have so much happening in your head and just ha- I mean, I guess it's because he's been doing this for 50 years or whatever uh, it is. Pro- like 500 like, years, but yeah. Well, he's yeah, been uh, Amarantha's whore for oh, 50 right. years. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, <laughs> he did, he, he's really old. Yeah. So, like, I guess that's enough time to master your, like, poker face. I guess. But I'm very impressed with his ability to just stay cool, calm, I know. and collected in all of these things. Yeah. Um, but it's really sad. So even though she wins, which, I mean, he, he won for her. Right. She basically realizes that there's no way she's going to beat the final task. And she starts, like, having a breakdown, which breaks my heart. I... Uh, 
But then she hears Reese in her head telling her, like, she's not broken. Don't let Amarantha see that she's broken her. Um, and she just, she listens to Reese and just stares down Amarantha until yeah. Reese tells her to turn and walk away. He talks her through the whole thing. Which, if you're in a panic attack, like, yes. that, like, voice of reason coming to be like, okay, get up. Mm-hmm. Breathe. Do that. Like, it's the most helpful thing in the and entire of world. Of course, he's being so calm and so just like, okay, do this. You will not, you will not crumble. Like you will stand, you yep. will stare her down and you will walk away. Like, uh-huh. and then you can cry back in your cell basically. Like yeah. it's just, I, he, what he does for her is so amazing. Yeah. I also, I, I like the last bit of just, he's like, he's, he's not only like helping her get through it. Mm-hmm. He's helping her make a statement about right. it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Cause he's like, good girl. Now walk away. Turn on your heel. Good. Walk toward the door. Keep your chin high. Let the crowd part. It's almost like he's, like, cheering her on in a way. Right. And he's, like, coaching her through yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and it says that Rhysand's words echoed through my mind, holding me together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's just, ugh. And then she cries. Loses it. She loses it Once she's back in the South. Yeah. Has a mental breakdown, which, like, I, I can totally understand. It's, like, this second task, I mean, it was everything all the shortcomings you knew yeah. you had just like realized the things that she was so self-conscious about from right the very start of this book mm-hmm. almost killed her right yeah it's just Ugh. it's so sad i know her just like her response it says like she put i cried for that trivial part of me once so full of color and light now hollow and dark and empty mm. and my heart is just breaking i know like it she's breaking poor farah <laughs> It's like she'd won. It was only by cheating that I survived. Part of me is like, you still survived, though. Right. Like, you got through it. Like, you still have to do one more task. Like, the you can still save Tamlin. You can still save everybody. It just... But once you get mentally in that place, it's so hard to come back from that. So true. I also wonder if she's having... Because I think that this is something that women, especially women who are so used to being taken... Or who are so used to taking care of other people and Mm -hmm. their families, it's like... She couldn't do this one on her own. Right. She needed help. Yeah. And it happened to come from a person she didn't like. Right. But she needed help to survive. And part of me is like, and this is me like trying to like remember this wisdom in my head is like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay to be, to need help. It's okay to not be able to do everything on your own. Um, And I think that's part of what she's dealing with. I don't think it's just like. I like she won I can't beat her it's that almost like I can't do it all on my own I don't know that's kind of what I'm getting is like she feels extra defeated because she didn't just muscle up and do it by herself I agree yeah no I I totally think because she's done everything for everybody for so long and it's I mean it was only just recently that Tamlin kind of helped take care of her so exactly and she got used to that but then she left and everything went to crap so Mm -hmm. I feel like she is reverting back to I need to take care of everyone kind of Mm -hmm. thing um, um, and but then, yeah, this is just a very emotional, like the end of that task, the beginning of her, like having a breakdown in the cell is like, it's literally breaking my heart. I know. And then we have an unexpected visitor, which I, I was shocked. I was like, really? Reese came back. Like he came back to like comfort her basically. He did. But it is funny. He goes, you've just beaten her second task. Tears are unnecessary. It's like, he doesn't get that. It's like, 
the the like pressure and tension that's been building inside of her right yeah it's not just like crying because she lost it's crying because she knows she's gonna lose the final task and it's right. like she's got to wait a month to do that and it's, it's crying because of the shortcomings that have come to bite her right. in the butt and the crying because she failed on her own and needed help like all of the things yeah men i know they just don't get things but he has a quite a unique response to uh her crying <laughs> He goes and licks the tears off her cheek, which apparently his tongue was hot against my skin, so startling that I couldn't move as he licked away another path of salt water and then another. My body went taut and loose all at once, and I burned, even as chills shuddered along my limbs. It was only when his tongue danced along the damp edges of my lashes that I jerked back. I was like, whoa. Again. That's someone who's very close to your face. Uh, that That is, first off, that's very uncomfortable. Like, I don't want anyone licking my face. That's a very bizarre that's feeling. That's very weird. Like, just like licking your, like, I just think about somebody licking my cheeks. Like, even my husband. Like, that's a, that's a weird that's thing. So very, and then, to, like, like lick. dancing along her eyelash. I know. Just very odd. So, it's, like, very personal. And, again, but, like, her body just has this innate response to him. Yeah. And. We, we see it like this is just another example of her body yep. just like reacting to him in like a like a lustful kind of way it's like her body just wants him right kind of thing and he says that too well so first he goes i figured that would get you to stop crying which is funny yeah which i'm like okay well maybe he was just trying to like just give her a ridiculous response to like tears and exactly like yeah that would probably make me stop crying too if somebody's just licking my cheeks exactly but then he also goes i could have sworn i detected something that felt differently yeah and i was like oh i know so like he's clearly feeling this weird like lusting thing you've got going on farah yep um yeah so it's just it was a unique like it's so sweet that he came to check on her and Mm. then just the fact that he really helped her from like breaking down i mean she says it took me a long while to realize that resand whether he knew it or not had effectively kept me from shattering completely <sighs> oh yeah i see why this is a in my feels chapter yes. like it's like i put so for the in my feels stickies i tried mm-hmm. i've been trying to list what my feels are right yeah and i have a lot of feels on this one because there it's are like, i have i have like heartbreak feels right I have like proud feels mm-hmm. because I'm like you still survived. Right. I have don't give up feels because yeah. I'm like come on, Pharaoh. I have like ass screaming at like licking her face and Reese's help feels. Right. It's like it's a lot of different feels. It is. So. But yeah, just the the fact that he kept her from shattering completely, I was like, oh my gosh, like, like it's so that's amazing that like there was somebody there for her. Yeah. I just hate that it wasn't like Lucian or Tamlin, like the one that she is like doing all this for, you know, it like sucks that they're not down there with her, like seeing her suffer and everything. I know. Like, like, like like Tamlin, what would happen if you just got up from that chair? Right. And like walked to her. I know. And hug. like, what would happen? I mean, Amarantha would know you care. She still knows you care. I know. Like, come on, do something. Yeah. But like, but in the meantime, I know she like should be very grateful for Resan, even though he is that big question mark. Right. I think people in general are big question marks. Yeah. So it's like, but I definitely think in that moment she is grateful for him. Yeah. Like, and I'm sure that that weight will at least carry itself, you know, for if she keeps having to go out with him every night, like I don't think she's going to hate him in the same way that she's been yeah. hating him just because when somebody is there for you to like save you from 
like complete and utter just like crash and burn yeah you're always going to have that level of like either love or respect or like there's like a connection that yeah there's some kind of caring that happens so it's like she's not going to hate him the same way she's been hating him even if he does the exact same thing Mm -hmm. so i'm curious to see how this relationship is going to like develop tamlin better watch his girl i know Um, I do think, though, that it was funny that Rhysand was joking, like, about making her learn to read when she comes and visits Oh, my gosh. That's, like, like, a form of torture. That's so funny. Yeah. But it it is interesting that he's, like, he's not there to, like, let her wallow. Right. He's very much, like, get out of it. Yeah, like, this is what it is. Face it. Like, deal with it. Which, like, I can appreciate because I'd rather have that than somebody that just, like, lets me wallow, lets me sit in sorrow because that just it takes forever to get out of like the longer you sulk the harder it is so no totally like he's like no you gotta get snap out of this we got a month left like let's do this like i gotta win for whatever reason let's go yeah so that's true we gotta keep bringing up we don't know what his motive is so it's like he's doing nice things but it's like what for right (sighs) so that was the end of our section yep that's that's episode nine So next week is our last episode of this season. Finale. (laughs) I love that. Um, Yeah, it's our finale. We're going from chapters 41 to the end, which is chapter 46. Oh, my gosh. And we're going to finish the story up and see what happens. Is it called task number three? Is that Um, our section? (laughs) What did I call it? No, I put the end. Oh, the end. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah. So lots more exciting things to come next week. We'll see. We'll see how the third task. We got to know about the third task. We yep. got to know about what the heck's going on with Amarantha. Can yep. we break the curse? What's going on with Tamlin? Who is Rhysand and why is he doing what he's doing? All that and more. To come. To come next week. Thank you so much for listening to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls, a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe. And let us know what you think. Jump in on the conversation. We look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye-bye.